Morning, Matty, and uh, so looking forward to having a chat with Kimber Friendly shortly. The Pony Trotters are going around on uh, Saturday night in the their interim finals, which will be so exciting for yeah. kids. I remember as a kid growing up on a farm, your pony, and we had a little Shetland one called Patches. She was a ripper, and they got the Shetlands, and they they can be feral little things. Shetlands yeah. too. I remember she was good. You could fit as many kids on her as you could, and she'd trot around all day. And when she'd had a gutful. She'd head over to the lemon tree and find the lowest branch and just walk under it. You'd all go plop, 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 yeah. plop off the back. And you'd know Patches has had enough. That's yeah. it. No more. But, uh, yeah, they're just great fun. They're yeah, great little animals. But they've got bigger ones than that. They've got yeah. know, the intermediate and the uh, the ponies as well. So that'll be great to find out how the kids go on Saturday night. Yeah, I don't think the kids have had enough. They're absolutely loving it. And it's yeah. great to see it back too, Cosy, because they had a, a hiatus there for a couple of years through to, due to COVID. So it's great to see um, it back and it'll be... Um, a terrific night on Saturday night with the the final of the Interdoms as well. So it'll mix in uh, terrific and, yeah, can't wait for Saturday night. And I reckon the kids would love nothing better than getting dressed up and putting their you know, the gear on and their colours and the whole lot and going out. And somebody who has done that overseas in Sweden, and here is Kima Frenning. She joins us now. Hi, Kima. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Now, we might look at your background. You started off in Sweden, and I think over there you were a Monty rider. You used to ride them. I did. I did. Monty racing is massive in Sweden. Uh, and I also used to do a bit of pony trots. That's how I sort of got into the whole racing scene, which is just a great pathway. Kima, in Sweden, are they mainly square gators? From what we see of the European racing, you don't see too many paces. No, Sweden doesn't have paces at all. It's just, uh, it's all trotters. So it's, uh, it gets frustrating at times because trotters, as we all know, can be pretty frustrating. But it's uh, very rewarding, too, when you get a good one. How cold is it when you ride yeah. there? Because it's not the warmest place on earth. Freezing. It's really <laughs> cold. And it, that's why I moved to Australia, but I moved to Victoria, so I, I still get winters. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, your radar's not good. You've come to the wrong end if you wanted warmth. Yeah, no, I've, I've realised that now, but I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. <laughs> hey, what was the coldest temperature you rode in over there? Uh, in a race, or oh, I don't know, minus a few degrees, but we've we've been training horses in minus thirty four, so I was uh, it, it wasn't a good day. <laughs> How popular is it in Sweden, Kima? Monty racing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's massive. They they probably have at least one race per race meeting, and then they race over obviously different venues because Sweden is quite big, so they race on different venues, but definitely at least one. Monty race a, a day, sorry. Now, Kima, training at minus 34 degrees, I remember a couple of years back at Goulburn, it got down to something like minus 10 or whatever, and the problems they had uh, over a period of a couple of days, they had pipes freezing, they couldn't get water, they ran out of rugs for the horses, and they were going down to the, the op shop and buying blankets and putting them on underneath the rugs to keep them warm. Minus 34, how did you get water and things to, for water the horses? Everything would freeze, wouldn't it? Yeah, it does, but, uh, um, you know, the difference from here to Sweden is that we're pretty used to colder climates, so it's, um, we're sort of used to it and, and we know to how to prepare for it and stuff like that, so we didn't have any of those issues. We still could get water and the horses were nice and warm and, and all of that. Now, Kima, you came out here, you had a, a bad tumble at one stage. I did. I've had a few... Um, bad stacks. The first one I broke my back and then the second one I uh, had a tumble at Melton and yeah, got a brain injury from it. So uh, I've been very fortunate in 
a lot of ways where I've been blessed to, you know, drive really nice horses, but I've probably been a little bit unlucky too. <laughs> you know what I love about harness people and the ra- and galloping people? You say, oh, you had a couple of faults. Oh, yeah, I broke my back and I had a brain injury and I snapped this and I broke that, but you have been lucky. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I, I think the last one I was pretty lucky because there was a few people that saw it and, uh, yeah, yeah they, uh, they were very concerned, but it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think we've uh, maybe got a different mentality because it's not really a, an option to have a few days off. We just got to keep pushing on. So <laughs> that, that's just what we got to do. <laughs> so how how long ago was that, Kima? That most recent um, fall? Uh, that was in March 2020. So just actually the day before lockdown started. <laughs> yeah, right. And 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 to this day, um, how much of an effect does it still have on you? Um. Yeah, my head is. Uh, it's better. It's a lot better, but I still sort of memory's not great, and um, yeah, there's a few little things that probably still lingering from that injury. Uh, I broke five hand, uh, broke five bones in my hand and wrist as well, so that's still sort of uh, not great at times. But you know, I've, like you said, I've, I've been very lucky. So considering everything, I, uh, I should, I really shouldn't complain. And it, it must have been difficult. I mean, you were, I think you were behind ride high at the time when you had one of those falls and you took the decision to step back. Yeah, I uh, started driving ride high after the fall and, you know, in a in a normal situation, that's, that's a high-pressure force to drive. And just after I had that brain injury, it just mentally, um, yeah, it, it sort of didn't go great. I, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't really cope with the, all that pressure anymore. So for everyone's sake i just decided to yeah step away because i wasn't you know when you're driving a horse like that in big races like they were talking about be him being favored for the victoria cup and i just wasn't in the right mindset to be able to give him him his best chance in those races did that make it more difficult for you to to make the the difficult decision to actually step away or were you able to separate yourself from the emotion of it all decision like I love driving and especially when you get to drive a horse like like him and I'm sure it probably came across as uh, a little bit ungrateful for people um, you know on the outside looking in but when I actually made the decision it was more of a relief than anything else because I'd sort of been thinking about it a fair while and um, once I made the decision it was just like this massive weight just lifted off my shoulders and I could just sort of focus on myself a bit more um, you know, as much as I love driving him and, and I, I can say that I've won five races on him, uh, it's just, yeah, I, I think it was a decision that I sort of had to had to make. Freya, would it be a similar situation to someone who's got a, a driver's licence in a car and all of a sudden the doctor says, hey, hang on, maybe your reflexes, your eyesight, there's just something not quite 100% you might have to think about whether you drive the car anymore. Was it a similar situation to you? Um, yeah, potentially. I just think that... Maybe the pressure really got to me. Like, I know I've spoken about it before, but I remember I uh, was driving him right high at Ballarat and I uh, pulled up about 100 metres from the racetrack and just had a panic attack and I I just sort of didn't really want to do it. And Mm. I think that's when I really realised that I need to do something different for a while. And, yeah, I just made the the decision for, for myself. Well, how much fun must it be looking after these kids with the pony trots? You've got three of them, three races, I think, Saturday night, haven't you? Yes, there's three races. It's so rewarding and it's unbelievable to just see them 
having so much fun and you know this is the this is the race that they've all wanted to be in uh all season so to see our representatives come through and make it to the final it's just, it's unbelievably rewarding and what you've been able to do this season is sort of mirror the inter dominion series in itself to give the the kids a bit of a similar sort of thrill in the build up to finals night yes no they've uh, they've raced in three heats and uh, it's three different height categories, so it's minis, Shetlands, and ponies. And the fastest one in each, the two fastest one in each category, has qualified for the final. So we've tried to do it as similar as we could to the, you know, to the big horses to get to, for them to get the same sort of feeling. Now, how many hands are they in each category? The little minis. How many hands high are they? Oh, you put me on the spot there. I'm from Sweden. We do centimeters. We don't. Do okay, hands. how many centimeters high? Uh, yeah, I don't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the mini category, they're the minis, Shetlands, they're just normal Shetlands. I think then there's over, maybe over 11 hands. Yeah, that'll be about right. Your hand's four inches, so yeah, they'd be, they'd be about 10 or 12 hands high, some of those little yeah. ponies. So you put me on the spot there a little bit, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Now, the kids have come, and the, the ponies, I noticed they're from all over Australia and uh, representing everywhere. They are. So they've done the same thing in each state and also from New Zealand. So they've just qualified their fastest uh, fastest drivers. And New Zealand, we have to provide them with ponies because it's obviously a little bit of a, um, a hike for them to get, a, get over the ocean. But they're all qualified from each state and it's really good to get a representative from each state as well. And what the pony trots are able to achieve uh, is get new people into the sport, isn't it, Kima? It gets these young people into the sport for the first time. It's a, it's a lovely way in. For sure. And there's so many people that are really, um, you know, they're all, they sort of started as the all fun and games type thing, but now there's so many of them that just want to be a driver. And all they say is, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a driver. So it's just, yeah, it's a great pathway for them. Now, what's the trophy or what's the prize they're competing for on Saturday night, Kima? They are getting, oh, there's a lot of prizes. They're getting rugs. Each representative from Victoria, they get their own personalised rug even before the races. They race for rosettes, for sashes. We've got a little goodie bag. So um, even if you're not successful, even if you don't win, you'll still get a little something. And what's also been great about the series so far is these kids have been interviewed on Trot's Vision as well. Kima, and it's great to give them that exposure to the media at such a young age too, isn't it? Oh, for sure. And they're turning into little media stars. Some of them are just so cool. And, no, it's great. And, you know, big shout-out to HRV and uh, everyone involved with that for giving them the opportunity to go on and be on Trust Vision. Now, Kima, I was telling Maddie earlier on, Shetland ponies can be absolute little arrogance. They are characters. Is there anyone we should keep an eye out for Saturday night that has the potential to be perhaps a little bit naughty? Uh, yeah, no, I know, because I'm just actually holding on to one now that's uh, having the farrier out, and he's been a little prick. But all the, <laughs> all the pony trotters are pretty... Um, they're pretty well-behaved. There's some of them, you know, they've got a mind of their own, but they, they're all pretty well-behaved. Well, can you give us can you give us a tip? Who should we be on? Oh, uh, I like where's Wally? He's very quick. Super Mario from South Australia. He's super quick as well. <laughs> uh, the New South Wales horses are sort of really showing us off a bit because they're uh, they're very very fast in the pony 
text him, but it, it's, uh, it'll be very exciting racing. Super Mario being fast, that makes a bit of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, Kima, there was a text that came through. Uh, can you please ask Kima about the Junior Drivers Golf Day yesterday in Ballarat? Was there any standout players? Um, no, well, yes, Sam from... Um, no, sorry, Sarah from New Zealand. She was really pretty good. Yep. Uh, but I think it was just it was a long day. They were meant to play in holes, and they... Uh, they, they sort of pulled the pin after about eight. Which so, course uh, did they play at, do you know? Amesbury. Yep. Oh, yeah, um, just out of Melton. Very good. Well, Kimber, yeah. we wish you all the best. You're, I think you're going to have as much fun as the kids on Saturday night, aren't you? I am. It's, I love it. I get paid to, you know, go on pad ponies and have a chat to kids. It's the best job in the world. Hey, can we get a tip off you for the uh, for the uh, the big race, or the big races, I should say, the trotting and pacing series in the Interdom? Oh, I like Queen Elida in the trotting series. I think Just Believe has been really, really good, but I think he's just, you know, the, the draw hasn't been really kind for him. Mm-hmm. Act Now has been unbelievable, but I think I just think Honolulu Bay drawn underneath him and, yeah, might just be... The, the draws are probably... If the draws were reversed, I would have said Act Now, but now I'll probably go with Honolulu Bay. Yeah, sets right. up for a fascinating race, doesn't it? Uh, Kima, appreciate your time. Uh, this morning on Big V Racing, pumping up the pony trots and also um, explaining your story and um, what's gone on over the last few years. So we appreciate your time. Enjoy the, the next couple of days. No, thank you so much and thanks for having me. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Kima.